You're listening to Grace for Single Parenting. I'm Jen Smith, and each week we'll discuss a topic that encourages single parents to live their best life in their current season with God's grace and love. Today we're going to talk about how to be the best single mom that you can be. So as a newly single parent, it can take a while to get your feet firmly planted beneath you. You may feel as though life has thrown you upside down and you're drowning in custody schedules and bills you may have never even knew existed. But if you dig a little deep underneath all this stress is a little person or maybe people that you realize that you've been doing all of this for. I know personally that single moms face unique challenges that other parents don't. Challenges like custody schedules, learning this new thing called co-parenting, and your exes. You have now limited time with your children. You now have in-laws that you maybe are sad to see go or maybe happy to see go. And a whole bunch of other things that are piling up on top of you. So we're going to talk about what used to be a goal of being the best mom. Now you have to figure out how to be the best single mom you can be. And most of it just boils down to a little bit of common sense and a whole lot of intentional parenting. So I want to encourage you in the fact that just listening to this podcast shows that you have extreme devotion to your children and you're already on the right path. So I have 11 tips for you that can help you become the best mom that you can be. The number one tip, if you don't do anything else, and this one is a hard one for many of us, is don't badmouth your ex, especially in front of your children. So keeping your mouth shut about your ex around your children, it can be really difficult, especially if he is not doing the same and you hear that negative talk coming back from your kids about you from your ex. But this is where you have to rise to be the better person. One day your kids are going to notice this character trait in you. Whether you chose the higher road or the lower road, your child is watching you. Personally, I also grew up in a divorced family and one of my parents never talked negatively about the other, but the other did. And as a child, I'm not sure what the what the purpose of that was, but it did not make me love one parent more or less than the other. So I'm not sure what the intent was, but years later, I can still remember those comments and discussions, and I'm still left with uncertain feelings and not sure where to put those. So your words have a lasting impact, and it's vital for your kids to make their own decisions about their parents. And I know that you know there are other parents' shortcomings, and you even feel like you need to warn your children of them. But really, your children need to form their own decisions about their parents. If you go the other route, all you're going to do is make your children resent you, which is the very opposite of your intent. If you're up for a challenge, I would even suggest you don't badmouth your ex at all even to your friends, your your mom, anybody. Because 
the words that you speak at other times, they're going to overflow when you least expect it and your negativity and your thoughts are going to come out at inappropriate times when you're frustrated and and that's going to happen at your kids. And I mean, if, if at all possible, that would be like my biggest challenge to you. Secondly, time alone with each child, if possible, try to spend just a small amount of time alone with each child each day that you have them. So I know firsthand that, you know, you may be in a situation where you don't get very much time with your children at all. And I know for me, there's some days that I only see my kids maybe one or two hours a day on a school day, um, if it's not quote my day. And even then we're in a rush before school to get things dropped off or we're right before bedtime. And then there's some weekends where I just don't see them at all. So I'm sure you have similar challenges like this. Um, But I really feel like it's for this reason that they need our slow, undivided attention. So it's here that I've found that just 10 minutes individually can be magical. And I normally try to fit this in when it's crazy at bedtime. And even if that means extending bedtime by 10 minutes, when I'm usually the most cranky, I usually do it. Just showing my kids that yes, I have time for you and my time is the most important and you are the most important thing to me and individually. And the funny thing is, is a friend of mine thought it was very funny not too long ago when I told her that even though my kids are one's during the teenage years and one is in her teenage years, I told her that I still tuck my children into bed every night. But the reason I do that is because some nights, that's the only time that I get one-on-one time with my kids. With the busyness and not seeing them every single day, that that's the only time we can squeeze it in and they can tell me anything and everything that's been going on with them. And it's just, it's our time. So that's my encouragement for that. Thirdly, make time for yourself. Sometimes we as single parents have too much time by ourselves and sometimes we have no time for ourselves. This is a a struggle for single parents. So if you're in a time when you feel like you have no time for yourself, it's a little more difficult to make this time for yourself. So just remember that self-care can be just 15 minutes. And, and it doesn't have to be getting away by yourself and going anywhere. It can literally be when your kids are home and you do you take a, a longer bath than normal or you walk the dog. Um, you, you make time each morning to sit outside while you drink your coffee and watch the sunrise. The way to make sure that you incorporate some small, some small step every day that makes you happy and make sure that you're not losing this. The way I suggest you do this is sit down, make a list of 50 things that you enjoy doing, whether it's crazy, like go on beach vacation that you know, you'll probably do once every 10 years, or everyday things that you can do. Make a list of 50 things and then go through that list after you're done brainstorming and think about what, what can I do every day or weekly, and then keep it handy so you can see it every day and try to pick something from the list to do daily. Number four, take help wherever you can get it. Now that sounds obvious, but I recently heard that help is everywhere. 
We just don't realize it or see it because we're so accustomed to saying no thank you. For example, when we're at the grocery store and the checkout worker asks if they can help take out our groceries and load them into our car, most likely we just say, no thanks, I got it. But that's help we just turned down. Think about that next time and accept help wherever it's offered in whatever form. Does someone offer to drop off your child on the way that they take their child somewhere? Does someone let you go in front of them in line or pick something up from you? Sometimes people are just offering to do their job, like the guy at the the checkout store. Take them up on it. Let people do their job for you, especially if you're in a season of absolute overwhelm. There's nothing wrong with letting people do stuff for you. We don't have to do everything. And when things calm down for you, which trust me, they will someday, you'll begin to repay the favor to another overburdened person someday. Because the more we accept help, it relieves our stress. And we're less likely to take out our stress at home on our precious ones. Next, let your guilt go. So I don't care if it's been two months or two years, your guilt over being a single mom is not serving anyone. It's certainly not helping you be a good single mom when all you focus on is your guilt. Letting go of guilt is the critical, most single thing that moms can quit stressing about. Any guilt you might be carrying around due to your divorce or separation is not helping your relationship with your children. Take that energy and put it into looking for activities you can do with your kids. Or make ways to find positive family activities in this new world you're in, which honestly, this season you're in is a single parent family. The sooner that you accept that and move on, the better. Because honestly, your child cares much less about all of that than they do about your love, comfort, and security. They are not stuck in why, mom, why. They just want your love. Number six, learn how to make your own goals. So before I became a single parent, I did not care much about goal setting. But then I began to realize I had total control over everything in my house. And although I kind of liked that, I also found it completely overwhelming. The time I spent with my kids quickly became clear to me that I needed to make it more intentional. So although I'm now a primary caretaker, I still have whole weekends without them. And I want those times that we are together to count. So and then everything else I'm now in charge of the house, money, school, everything. If I didn't have a solid plan, I found those things wouldn't get done. Because honestly, I never had to worry about them before, like mowing the lawn, or even buying a lawnmower slipped my mind completely. And suddenly, I had grass that needed to be cut and I didn't know what to do about it. And if you're a single mom and you feel like everything is out of control in your life, then the stress is going to quickly follow. And naturally, you're going to want to vent to someone. The crappy thing is, as a single parent, we don't have a partner to come home and vent to. So what often happens is we bottle things up inside And unfortunately, our kids are sometimes the ones that get our cranky side. If you're interested in making some goals and they don't have to be elaborate, you know, you just 
if you go on to my website, sunflowermom.com, I have a real simple goal setting worksheets that can walk you through it. And you just kind of pick four or five main categories and then just you can break them down from there and maybe a half hour. And then every month, I just encourage you to look at it and kind of consider where you're at and what actions you can take. Number seven, find a support system. A reliable support system can be really hard to find because some of us don't have family nearby. And honestly, even if we do, we may not want to call on them. And making friends as a single mom can be very difficult because it can be a real isolating experience when you first get divorced. But your support system doesn't have to be your best friend or your family member. It can honestly even be the next door neighbor you call on when you need to make a 20 minute run to the store or need a 10 minute sanity break. So think outside of family, you know, think outside of best friends, start to get your, to know your neighbors and maybe the older gentleman next door. Can he be a friend or a grandpa to your kids? Think outside of the traditional box there. Number eight, don't use your children as a sounding board. So as we touched on before, being a single parent, as we all know, can be a lonely experience. At times, you can be tempted to talk to your children, especially if you have older teenage children as friends. I urge you to remember that they are still children and your priority is to be their parent, not their friend. As I mentioned earlier, my parents divorced when I was in, um, I think I was in middle school, and one of my parents told me their problems that were adult problems, and my teenage brain could not process what to do with this information. I felt like I was betraying one of my other parents just by listening to the conversation. It's simply not fair to children for an adult to use their children to vent. If you are doing this, or you think you might be, or If you have any further thoughts about this, I really urge you to pick up the book Boundaries with Kids, and it has great advice on this very subject, regardless of how old your children are, and I felt like it really helped me even as a single parent in other ways too, not just in regards to using your children as a sounding board, but in many aspects of raising my kids. Number nine, find a routine that works for your family. So your routine as a single parent family is going to be different than all the traditional family advice you see out there. You have a completely different schedule, which most likely revolves around your ex. You probably have a custody schedule. And then possibly you're calling in favors from family members who watch your children. It's probably not a perfect schedule that you can count on week by week by week. The sooner you accept this, the easier it's going to be. Family dinners are going to be different for you. I know personally, I don't have traditional family dinners. It's just extremely difficult for me to count on that when my kids are rarely home to have dinner with me. Your bedtime and morning routines are going to be different. Who knows if your kids are even home for a bedtime routine. Maybe they get dropped off in the morning before school at your house. So when it comes to your family's routine, it's just essential that you don't look at what others are doing. Basically, it boils down to what makes your family happy and what works for you. Personally, my kids rarely slept in their own beds until they hit their teenage years. I didn't care what traditional advice said. They were happy, secure, and we did the best we could. Number 10, let the little things go. There's so much we can all work on to let go. Here I'm referring to the little things our kids do. 
Think about how often we tell our children no to things simply because it annoys us or we don't think it should be done. There's no immediate threat to our child's safety or it won't make him grow up to be a monster. We just, it annoys us, so we tell him no. Like they run through the sprinkler when we're out for a walk or it takes our child forever to come upstairs to the dinner table because they're crab walking or right after a bath, they're digging for worms. Yeah, I know it's all annoying, But it's silly that we say no to so much. All it does is stop our child from being a child, and it raises our irritability because we have to say no so many times. If we just relax and ask ourselves if it really matters. The kids are washable. They need to get their energy out physically. And if they don't, they're going to take it out emotionally and most likely on you And then we're going to get upset and then we're going to take it out on them. And then it's a vicious cycle. Okay, lastly, a big one, quit comparing. And this is really hard for single parents because we've all seen the mom at the PTA or the old high school friend who keeps posting all those happy pictures with the perfect kids and she's happily married. It can really work on your heart. Instead, just turn her off. Turn off all those triggers in this area. Turn off your Facebook or Instagram or hide all the happily married moms if you need to unfollow them. I mean, we know in our head that their lives aren't all fairies and cupcakes. That image is just what they choose to show the world. But if unfollowing others from your social media feed is what you need to do to protect your heart in this season, then by all means, go for it. Because protecting your heart is the most important thing that you need to do right now because you're going to get through this difficult time. And eventually, whether you end up getting remarried or finding that other person or you stay as a single parent, you're going to find peace and love and acceptance of the journey you're on. And I can say that from a place that I am in where I truly mean that, and I've met many, many others who agree. So if you want more positivity while you're on this single mom journey, then I invite you to take the five-day single mom positivity challenge. It's free, and it's a it's a five-day email challenge that you'll get directly in your email box, and it's designed specifically for single moms, and I'll also put that in the show notes.